0: Amen. You would be seated. Well, Merry Christmas. Is that the first time you said it, anybody? Merry Christmas. We're in that season. This is the first Sunday of Advent. And as we prepare our hearts this morning to partake of uh, communion, uh, I'm reminded that Advent is a season of anticipation, of looking forward to. Uh, any any kid that's ever waited for a gift understands that kind of anticipation. But the gift that we wait for is the gift of Christ himself. The Christ who said he would come and came is the same one who promised he would come again. And we've never had a Christmas like that. When he told us to remember him in this meal... At the very time that he was telling us that it was something of memory and something to be remembered, he was also telling us it was something to look forward to, to anticipate. Because he said, though, do this as often as you will in remembrance of me. He also said, I will not partake of this again until I do it with you in the fullness of my Father's kingdom. This meal is always laced with memory. And it's always full of anticipation. The people in the community were surprised as they came uh, to to Granny's funeral. And the casket was open. Have you ever been to one of those funerals where everybody passes by and uh, gives their respects and so forth? She was laying there uh, serenely in her casket with her hands folded upon her chest with a fork in her hand. And people just had to ask, what's that about? And after the service, they found out, well, Granny always used to say whenever she served us those big holiday meals, keep your fork, the best is yet to come. As believers, that's always the case. Today, we want to challenge you to live now in light of what you anticipate. Can that really change a person's life? It changed the life of Johnny Cash. Do you know his story? The man in black, the singer and the crooner of country music's greatest, became a Christian. Do you know of his faith, his heartfelt faith in Christ? That was something he came to over his life after many mistaken turns. But all along, he was living with a memory of home. Not the home he was coming from, the home he was going to. His brother Jack died when he was young. It was a mill accident. He fell across a, a, a mill saw, a table saw, cut him very deeply and almost mortally. He, he, they thought he would die immediately, but he lingered for a week and was in and out of consciousness during that time, and then finally he slipped into a coma that They didn't anticipate him ever awakening from. The family was called in. and Johnny Cash remembers going to his brother and bending down beside his ear and saying, Jack, I love you, and that's all he could get out. He turned around, and his mother and his father were on their knees where they had been the whole day, and they would not budge. At 6.30 a.m. the next morning, Jack unexpectedly awoke vividly conscious and he turned to his mom by his bed who was there weeping in her prayers for her son that she knew she was about to lose and he said oh mama don't cry for me don't cry for me did you see the river she said no son I didn't, I didn't see the river he said I was I was going down the river and there was fire on one side and this beautiful city on the other Mom, do you hear him singing? Do you hear the angels singing? She said, no, Jack, I, I can't hear the angels. He says, oh, Mom, you've got to hear the angels. Can't you hear the angels in that city? It's so beautiful. I'm going towards it, Mom. I'm, I'm going there. Oh, Mom, you must be able to hear the angels. No, son, I can't. I, I don't hear the angels. Oh, Mom. I wish you could hear the angels sing. And he closed his eyes and he was gone. He was home. Do you know where this life is heading? Johnny Cash couldn't get away from that memory. It was a memory that became something that he anticipated until that anticipation eventually took over the shaping of his life. And the man in black today wears a spotless white robe. There's one that's fit for you, it awaits you when you get home. And this, my friends, is food for that journey. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, Jesus took bread, and he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he broke the bread, and he gave it to his disciples, and he said, take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup, and he gave thanks to you, Lord, and he Gave it to his disciples and he said, take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, we pray that you pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of juice and bread and upon us, your people, that as we partake of this, your body and your blood, that we would become. By the washing of your spirit, your body alive, help us by that spirit which lives within us to live a life that makes us as your body, like you were in your body. We thank you that you're among us now. Father, we pray that the anticipation of being fully, fully yours and fully who your spirit will make us. Would draw us not only to Christmas but to the Christ of Christmas in his holy name we pray as he taught us to pray saying our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We invite you to the table of the Lord.